I admit to you, I confess to you, that I was not always the best at following the fourth commandment. Honor your father and your mother. And so when I was looking at the scripture passage these past few days and just reflecting on almost 60 years of life, I was thinking, how many times did I fail to do what my mom and dad asked me to do? So something you can take from this is, don't be like Joe Binzer. Listen to your mom and dads. They have in store for you what is the best for you. It took me a long time to figure that out. I think I finally have figured that out, and maybe some of you have figured it out also. So if you think about not listening to what mom and dad have to say, or grandma and grandpa, or one of your teachers, or one of your coaches, do what they say. They want what's best for you. Just like our good Lord in heaven wants what's best for all of us. But how many of us were perfect in making our curfew? How many of us were perfect in emptying the garbage when we were supposed to? How many of us were perfect with making our beds or walking a dog or taking our younger brothers and sisters on walks when our parents asked us to do that? But what Jesus has in mind for that, for us, is not just listening to our parents, which is ultimately extraordinarily important. After all, Moses received the fourth commandment from God but it's all about listening to what he has in store for us too. And so we have this great story about two sons. One says no, but then he does yes. One says yes, but then he does no. Which one does what the father asks him to do? But the great thing about the father is he waits. He waits. He doesn't do what he asks his sons to do. He doesn't do the work instead of them doing it. He waits to see what their ultimate response is going to be. And I think the father is pretty smart because he realizes that how we grow not only in life but not only in faith requires some patience so that we can understand what's truly important about life. And the story about these two sons reminds us of another story about two sons in the scriptures. It's a story that we call the prodigal son where one son takes what he thinks he deserves and he goes off and he blows it. And the other son stays at home and he works hard for his father. And the father truly is patient with both of them. Because when the one son comes back who's wasted everything, the father welcomes him back after patiently waiting for him to return. And for the other son who's been so loyal who says, you know, I've been so loyal. Why don't you give me more than what I have received already? That other person, your son, he doesn't say my brother, he says your son has wasted everything. But even the father is patient with that second son and hoping that the second son, the one who's been so loyal, will come to an understanding of why he forgives the one who wasted everything. And that's what our Father in heaven is all about. Our Father in heaven who waits patiently for us to realize that we've made a mistake, to realize that we've blown an opportunity, to realize that maybe we haven't lived our lives the way we're supposed to, and God is always there to welcome us back. God doesn't want any of us to be sinners, but God knows that sin has entered the world way back at the time of Adam and Eve, that terrible passage that we know so well where they disobey 
God and they eat something they're not supposed to eat. But we take hope because there have been many people who have gone before us who have seen the light and who have come to believe. Perhaps St. Paul, who at one time persecuted Christians and put them to death. We know his conversion story. Or St. Peter, who was walked with our Lord, but yet didn't always see things the way Jesus did. But finally the light came on, and St. Peter became a great follower and our first pope. Because the story that Jesus told is more than simply about working one day, it's about eternal life in heaven, that God has prepared a dwelling place for all of us in heaven, and that God patiently awaits for us as we live our lives here on earth, saying yes to his will for us, so that we might achieve that everlasting dwelling place in heaven. And perhaps the greatest person that we can follow is our Blessed Mother, because she was one who did not commit a sin, but she was one who faced all sorts of challenges in her life, but always responded with a generous yes to God's call. God always loves a change of heart. God never gives up in calling us to that life that he has in store for us. All the good intentions in the world, never done, don't even go as far as one good deed. But yet we believe with eyes of faith that Jesus Christ gave everything for our salvation, obediently following the will of his Father so that we might be redeemed. Several months ago, a reporter asked our Holy Father, who are you? Who is Jorge Mario Bergoglio? Who are you? And the Holy Father responded by saying, I am a sinner. We've committed sins, but we've also been redeemed. We are a community of people who are not perfect, but come here to be restored as we seek to know, love, and serve God. God gives us a chance again to say yes to what he has in store for us. And we celebrate this Mass with hopes of being able to do that, knowing that God walks with us and realizing how blessed we truly are.